Hello, everyone. This is Rosa with very exciting news. We just launched a Patreon page to support You Must Know Everything. Go to patreon.com slash you must know everything to get a shout out and birthday greetings on upcoming shows. Vote on which vexing questions we should answer. Receive exclusive You Must Know Everything stickers and maybe even get a personalized video message from me and dad. Again, the link is patreon.com slash you must know everything or follow the Patreon link on you must know everything.com. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon if you can. It takes everyone to know everything and we can't do it without you. Hi, Dad. Hello, Rasa. How you doing? I'm pretty well. How are you? I'm doing great. Are you ready to know everything? Sunbeam me with smarts. Okay, then. Let's do it. Today, I have a theory about stuff. My theory is that the more stuff you have, the less happy you are. Now, of course, there is stuff that you need. Water, food, clothes, and a house. But there's also so many things that we don't need. There's clothes I have that I never wear that are shoved in the back of my dresser. There's toys that I absolutely begged you to get me that are lying forgotten under my bed. Yeah, it's like we have two arguments. One is, can I get this? Can I get this? Can I get this? And the other is, put it away, put it away, put it away. So first, it causes trouble when we don't have it. And then it causes trouble because we do have it. Exactly. And look around the house. It's not just my room. There's things that we've bought that are lying everywhere that we never use. You're absolutely right. And we just threw away a whole bunch of it. Is that what inspired it? You and mom did a big sprig cleaning? Yeah. And it was funny. We spent hours gathering and throwing away things that had only made us happy for a few minutes at most. So how do you distinguish stuff that is essential and will improve your life from stuff that's not and is actually just going to be an obstacle that you have to step over and get in cleaning arguments about for a year until you finally throw it away yourself or let someone else do it for you? Well, here's a series of questions you should ask yourself. One, do I want this or do I need this? If you need this, of course, you should get it because you need it. And if you want it, it doesn't mean you shouldn't get it, but you should be more cautious and not buy it right away. You ask yourself, do I really want this? Because half the time you want to buy stuff for the sake of stuff, not because you actually want the thing. And the next question is, will this make me happy for a long period of time. Because if it's something that you'll know will only make you happy for five minutes, that's not worth it, is it? But if it's something that you need, or if it's something that you do really want and you can use it for long periods of time and it will make you happy, then chances are it's going to be a pretty good purchase. So ask yourself those questions. I think you'll find that even though you're spending less money, you'll be a lot happier. You're making me think two things. 
One is the hard part isn't having the stuff or not having the stuff. It's just wanting the stuff. So is there a way to take a break within the wanting and almost put it in a bank or refrigerator so you can see if it stays fresh the next day and say, I'm writing this thing that I want down. Let me come back and see if I still want it later or if it was just I was unhappy, I was bored, I was itchy, I was jealous. So getting something seemed like it would solve that, but really I just needed to wait for the feeling to change first. And my second idea is use your spring cleaning trick, whether or not it's spring. When you want a new piece of stuff, find another thing that you no longer need, or two, or five, or 10, or 20. Do a little spring cleaning first, and maybe you'll see these things that I think make me happy don't always. And if you still want the thing, hey, now you've got extra room for it. Yeah, I like that idea. And you might find it's satisfying in and of itself. I know when mom and I finished cleaning yesterday, felt really good at the end. I got to something even better than stuff. Space. For headstands, cartwheels, sitting, working, reading, and so much more. Are you ready for today's poem? Poem me up. It's called Out of the Rolling Ocean, the Crowd by Walt Whitman. Out of the rolling ocean, the crowd came a drop gently to me, whispering, I love you, for long I die. I've traveled a long way merely to look on you, to touch you, for I could not die till I once looked on you for fear I might afterwards lose you. Now we have met, we have looked, we are safe. Return in peace to the ocean, my love. I too am part of that ocean, my love. We are not so much separated. Behold the great rondeur, the cohesion of all. How perfect! But as for me, for you, the irresistible sea is to separate us. As for an hour carrying us diverse, yet cannot carry us diverse forever. Be not impatient. A little space. Know you, I salute the air, the ocean, and the land. Every day at sundown, for your dear sake, my love. Oh, may I read it? Sure can. Out of the Rolling Ocean, The Crowd, by Walt Whitman. Out of the Rolling Ocean, The Crowd, came a drop gently to me, whispering, I love you, before long I die. I have traveled a long way merely to look on you, to touch you. For I could not die till I once looked on you. For I feared I might afterward lose you. Now we have met. We have looked. We are safe. Return in peace to the ocean, my love. 
I too am part of that ocean, my love. We are not so much separated. Behold the great rondeur, the cohesion of all, how perfect. But as for me, for you, the irresistible sea is to separate us. As for an hour carrying us diverse, it cannot carry us diverse forever. Be not impatient. A little space. Know you, I salute the air, the ocean, and the land. Every day at sundown, for your dear sake, my love. Wow, that's really beautiful. The love is between him and what? The ocean. And not the whole ocean. Just a drop. A drop in the ocean. And this famous poet are talking to each other. They're telling sweet stories. The drop is saying, I love you. I love you. I could not die till I looked at you. (laughs) And he's saying, now we've met, we've looked. And he says, my love, my love. We're apart, but we'll be together again. (laughs) So it's this amazing love story between a man and what? And a drop of water in the ocean. Yeah. What does he call the ocean? The crowd. The crowd. Hey, guys. It's the crowd. And hey, your one true love's coming out of the crowd, which is like... A drop in the ocean. And you meet, and you touch, and you get a little wet, and then maybe you separate. Maybe you break apart. But can one drop in an ocean really ever leave another drop in the larger ocean? No. Is there something like that that you feel like you could fall in love with or might fall in love with you? Is it a crumb on a piece of bread in your lunch sandwich? Is it a molecule of air that you breathe in the next time you take a breath? Is it a beam of light from the sun that maybe loves you before it leaves you? Well, that depends. Does chocolate count? segment of the show. Do you have a vexing question for me? I do. This is from a listener named Vicky in Roseville, California. Her vexing question is, where do birds go in a high windstorm? Oh, that's a good question. I'll research it and get back to you and Vicky soon. I've got the answer to your vexing question. When bad weather comes, what birds do is, well, they shelter in place. Birds usually find a safe place to be in microhabitats, like inside a big shrub or on the large side of a tree. In this situation, being teeny has its upsides. Hiding down in these spots can shield birds from rain, wind, and even the cold. I feel like we've done some of the same things trying to camp in a big windstorm. Yeah, we stayed in the tent all day, huddled in our sleeping bags. It makes me a little jealous. Birds, when the wind dies down, can fly away. All we could do is crawl out. Yes, but we have something that they can only dream of. Marshmallows! know everything was produced by me rossa smith and him jeremy smith and the amazing music was by 
furniture. Get cool, you must know everything. Merchandise, spit your own vexing questions, and listen to more than 50 previous episodes at our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Please rate, review, and share the show. And please tune in next time for everything you need to know.